When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, I know most of you are looking at the title and wondering, uh, well, what did I miss? What? You didn't miss anything. This video is more of a debate and comparison between some of my favorite characters and maybe some of yours. And that's Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker. I just want to know your answer for this in the comments at the end of the video. In the film, spoilers, Luke is depressed and essentially given up on being a Jedi for two reasons. One, because the Jedi let Darth Sidious and Vader to rule the galaxy. And the other, the main one, being because Ben turned on Luke and murdered his entire temple full of students and younglings. Ben, the supposed new chosen one, as Luke in his hubris believed that he could pass down his abilities to Ben who carried the mighty Skywalker bloodline and bring rise to a new era of Jedi in the galaxy to right what Anakin did wrong. When it all went the opposite way after Snoke contorted and pulled Ben closer to the dark side, Luke closes up shop, essentially, and leaves to Octu in search of the first Jedi temple. Now, I know in the film he says because he wanted to die that he went to this island, but that's not true at all. He went there to study from the ancient Jedi texts, which were housed in the Millennium Old Force tree, and to practice in the first Jedi temple, bearing the emblem of the prime Jedi in all of his glory. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Now, who do we know that has failed his student? Mind you, in a much more grandiose way, affecting the entire galaxy for decades to come. Any guesses? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan, as he says on Mustafar, failed Anakin. He was responsible for training the Chosen One and making him fulfill the prophecy to bring balance to the Force. Anakin completely dissolved the Jedi, joined the last Sith Lord in the galaxy, and then marched the Jedi Temple with the 501st to exterminate Jedi and younglings in their sleep. Then he went on to become Darth Vader and carried out the Emperor's bidding for the rest of the next 30 years or so. Never once did Obi-Wan just give up. He took Luke to Tatooine and dedicated his entire remaining years to protecting little Skywalker. So that in the hopes that one day he would train him and right the wrongs that he did when Anakin turned on him. He was never bitter about it that we saw at least, even in the canon comics which showed glimpses of Luke's younger years getting into trouble with Jabba's gangs. Obi-Wan never walked away from any of it. That was my main issue with this version of Luke in The Last Jedi. And Mark Hamill expresses the same concerns when asked about his new personality. It's that Luke was the most optimistic character. If there was ever an issue, he'd find a way to overcome it. Now, as Mark Hamill has said in other interviews, the most Luke would do in this situation is to leave for maybe six months, then man up and return. However, to just get lost for 30 or some odd years is very unlike Luke Skywalker. While I still believe he left to Octu to learn how to defeat Snoke by learning from the Prime Jedi and the Ancient Jedi texts, we don't really know that for sure just yet. So, for now, we can assume that he was still mopey because Ben turned. I think Obi-Wan is a better man 
in my opinion, for this. He stuck with Yoda's plan to bring rise to the new Jedi, a new hope, as we saw it was for the galaxy. Now, on the side topic of would Qui-Gon have been a better master for Anakin than Obi-Wan is a very different video for a different time. However, the simple answer to that is not really all that simple, as one would think. I don't really think Qui-Gon would be able to deal with Anakin turning, as well as Obi-Wan did. I think he could have made a better mentor, possibly. Again, that's a video I'd rather cover on its own before I digress. Ben was nothing compared to Anakin, and for Luke to be so destroyed at the loss of his temple, which he mentioned in the film comprised of only a dozen students and Ben, is something that didn't really sit right with me. I felt this version of Luke was so unlike my childhood hero of Luke, or even the Luke Skywalker in the cutscene from Battlefront 2. At least there, he was still the heroic and optimistic Luke that we're all used to. Look, I'm no stranger to understanding dynamic characters and the progression of characters through stories. However, for Luke to be so destroyed over something that Obi-Wan dealt with to a magnitude so much higher than what we saw Ben do in The Last Jedi just left me wanting to debate this all with you here. So tell me. Do you think Luke should have been that torn up about it, the way that he was for decades? Was Obi-Wan the better man for eventually getting over seeing his best friend and brother burnt to a crisp after he sliced his limbs off and watched the fall of the entire Jedi Order, stepping up to be the catalyst of a new hope in the galaxy? I always like knowing your thoughts about everything, so let me know what you think about all of this, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always. Fulfill your destiny.